Hey y'all, I'm Casey Cooper and welcome to the Remember and Believe podcast. Excited to share this episode with you. Let's pray together. Father, you're so good to us. You are our loving Abba, our almighty, powerful, majestic Lord. Lord, as we spend this time together, I pray that our eyes and our hearts and our minds would be focused on you. Lord, would you be all that we cherish and long for? And may you be glorified. Well, the Lord's been pouring out many things here recently. Mostly reminders that he is, I am that I am. The great and powerful, I am that I am. This episode has been several weeks in coming. And as you're preparing, tracking in a direction, This is where we're going to go, and then life events happen, and God pours out more things, and you go, well, that's awesome. You're awesome. We'll share that, too. So, let's begin Exodus chapter 3. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that they had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses, and Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face, because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt." But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask, What is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am that I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. The name you shall call me from generation to generation. So as this story opens up, it shares with us that Moses is out tending the flocks. At this point in his life, he is a shepherd. And we're told that the angel of the Lord appears to him in a bush that's burning, but it is not consumed. To which we might be like, oh my goodness, this seems just a little odd. However, Moses' response is like, this is strange. 
I must know more. And as he draws closer to the Lord, the Lord says to him, Moses, Moses. And Moses replies, here I am. As I first was reading over this scripture, I was struck with what are the burning bushes, maybe even the odd things in life. But the Lord is saying, hey, my child, my child, speaking to you. Where is he asking us to listen? And how do we respond? Next, the Lord says to Moses, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I would say that there are places in each of our lives right now that is new ground. Possibly a joy, an answered prayer, dreams being realized. Could be a hardship. Could be an illness. Form of difficulty. In any and all of these things, with whatever new ground we're standing on, are we seeking for it to become holy ground for His good purpose? As I shared with you earlier, life had taken some recent uh, changes and events, and quite recently, uh, my husband and I had the wonderful joy of spending an afternoon together ice skating. We so enjoy ice skating. We don't do it very often, but uh, ever since we have met each other, we have either rollerbladed quite a bit when we were younger or ice skated. As I said, not too often anymore, but we had had a beautiful time together and we had been skating around for about two hours. Everything's drawing to a close. And, well, you know, I decided to get a little goofy. And, boom, I fell down. And as I sat up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm all right. And then I'm sitting there going, oh, no, I'm not all right. And as my husband comes flying over and says, are you okay? And I go, no, no, I'm not okay. I think I broke my arm. Well, from there, the wheels begin to turn, have an ER visit, get me patched up, referred to orthopedic. Orthopedic says, plates and pins for you, surgery the next day. Here we go. But in all of this, because as we know, accidents painful events and part of the probably one of the hardest things about this is the waiting is that God said I am that I am I will be with you I am all sufficient I am providing for you y'all he knocked it out of the park and he still is he opened every door and though I'm only in the very beginning of recovery, I'm trusting him for the complete healing that he's got in mind for me. And I'm so thankful to him that he provided completely and fully for every detail, and I know he's going to bring it on 
to full completion. And in all of this, he began pouring out reminders of our beautiful Savior, Jesus Christ, who in all things always has us in mind, right? And throughout his earthly ministry, moment by moment, he denied himself and he chose to keep us first. As many of you know, the more time you spend with the Lord and the more you just get out of the way and ask Him to come in, you learn more and more about Him. You see more of His attributes. And it's not that He changes. He's constant. He never changes. It's just our experiences teach us just how great and awesome He is. So as I have sat with uh, on and off bouts of pain, I sat and thought of this compassionate Savior who when things got hard, He kept going. And when things got toughest, He chose to endure. And as he was coming to the end of his life, and as he allowed for his arms to be outstretched, that he might be crucified, that nails driven through these hands, that he chose this pain, that he chose to bear all things, every accident, every illness, Anything that we might experience, he chose it, and he endured it, and he loved us all the way through. All the way through. And our Jesus, who conquered sin and the grave, he wears these scars of love for you and me. And friend, I feel like I've been asked to say this. Whatever is tough right now, remember that it has passed through the nail scar of love on the hand of Jesus Christ before it ever touched your life. He bore it. And not only did he bear it then, but he stands today and he bears with you now. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He is all prophecy fulfilled. He is I am that I am. And he will bring you through to that new ground that he's got in mind for you. Hear these words from the New Testament when he declared, that he was the I am. I tell you the truth, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. 
He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Friend, I want to thank you for spending these few minutes of time with me today. I hope that this has been an encouragement to you, and I hope that your eyes, your heart, and your mind have been lifted to Jesus Christ, the one who knows us best, the one who loves us most. Talk to you soon.